Bang bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. Bet with Joel is the best service uh, in providing you tips for your, you know, betting experience. Man, Joel, um, he's been beating the bookies for the better part of a decade. Uh, so much so that he's been restricted from all of the betting apps. So now instead of making money himself, he is making money for you. Um, now, if I'm going to be completely honest, I had a down week last week. My first down week in uh, my whole bet with Joel experience. So, you know, I'm overall up. Uh, it's it's more of an investment than a gamble, to be honest with you. So um, if you want to join me in filling my pockets... You can go to uh, betwithjoel.com slash ref, R-E-F, slash welcome to the potty um, and enter promo code potty exclusive 50, uh, five zero, which uh, will give you 50% off your first week of Bet With Joel. Um, there's a number of different packages to choose from. Every package you get more for your money and... Uh, I'm on the gold package, which will be capped very soon. So get involved at betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty, uh, potty and enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the potty, bung bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the Michael Schumacher of podcasting, you know? Cause I'm that red rocket. I didn't mean to say that, that was disgusting. What's up, Nate? I think that's Nate there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, man, so... I want to start today by shouting out the uh, U.S. soccer team on their gold medal. You know, what's up, PJ? Um, they went out there and got that money, bro. So shout out to them. Um, but the thing that I don't understand about sports or even about um, places, bro, is national anthems, dude. Like, what the fuck's a national anthem? Did someone just, like, Captain Cook, I think that's the one, that's the one that discovered Australia, right? Um, these, thank you, sir. PJ said that I got nice cornrows, and I do. And they were all, um, they were out on the weekend, and that's why I was podcasting with my hat on indoors. But now that I'm all clean, you know, I don't need to do that anymore. So thank you, PJ, for recognizing because real recognize real. And congratulations to PJ, actually, for winning his first MMA fight, I think, one and a half weeks ago. So he's 1-0. So, I mean, he might be pretty, but don't fuck with him. You know what I'm talking about? Um, anyway, National Anthems is what I was trying to say. Um, fucking, what's his name? Christopher Columbus, um, Captain Cook, Captain James Cook, bro. They're just rocking up on their boats. And what, do they just start fucking singing when they get there, bro? And then every time someone plays sport, they've got to sing that fucking song. Like, what are you fucking talking about, dude? You know, like, 
National anthems are so fucking dumb, bro. And patriotism too. Like, I'm happy that I'm Australian, but I also don't really hate you because you're from Canada or, like, Uruguay, you know? Or Argentina, for that matter, you know? Like, what's the point? What's up, Bike Club, as usual? And that's what you got to like, bro, is Bike Club is a, is a loyal listener, bro. So why don't you follow Bike Club? Um... But yeah, man, I'm so fucking sick of national anthems. And when I go to a sporting event and I'm all, I'm sitting down, I've got a beer in one hand and some hot chips in my other hand, bro. I don't want to stand up for the national anthem, dude. You know? I just want to fucking watch dudes kick goals, even though most football players are bad at kicking goals, bro. And I want to watch dudes like do slam dunks and... Um, you know, hit bullseyes and all that shit, bro. Like, I'm not really, I'm not really down for the national anthem is all I'm saying. And that's not, that doesn't make me un-Australian, bro. Even though I got cornrows and all that good shit. So, I don't know. You tell me what you think of national anthems. Because I'm fucking, I'm fed up with them. And that's just, you know, that's just me being real. But, um... I had a question that um, I got uh, Triple M to post up on our uh, on our story, and it was, "What's your top five all time dinner guests?" And Big Yanos, Big Yanos came in um, and he said the ten year reunion dinner at the Z. And let me tell you guys about the Z. The Z, the Z is Melbourne, and that doesn't make sense to most people because they're like, "Why Melbourne doesn't even have a Z in it." Or a Z. Some people call the letter Z the letter Z. Um, so we we have this annual trip to Melbourne and we call it Melbsy and we shortened it to the Z, you know? So that's just how nicknames work, you know? Um, and we had our 10th year reunion last year and it was turned up, right? And we had dinner at Chin Chin and everybody that listens to this show knows Chin Chin has provided me with the best meal of my life on two occasions. So that's what, that's what Big Yanos was saying was probably, uh, his top five all time dinner guests, even though there was about eight of us at that dinner. Um, Rachel, my girlfriend said me, you and some anonymous rich cunt to pay for it all, which I like that, but I don't know. It depends on, it depends on who the rich cunt is, bro. Cause I'm not really, I'm not really trying to sit down there with some pompous asshole dressed up like Matt Preston. You know what I mean? Like, that's not really, that's not really what I'm into. Like dudes with neckerchiefs, bruh. If you wear a neckerchief, dude, I just can't really fuck with you at all. Like neckerchiefs, bruh. And I don't even care how cold it is. Wear a scarf, dude. You know? Uh, oh, you're wearing a suit and you're wearing a neckerchief instead of a tie, bruh. Wear a tie, bruh. You know, like neckerchiefs. Neckerchief to me, even if you're straight, you've been, um, you've had your asshole played with, bro. If you wear a neckerchief, if you wear a neckerchief, bro, it kind of looks like you got something to hide, but it's not really, it's not, it's not one of those, um, tracheotomies or whatever, those holes that smokers have. By the way, I haven't smoked since my birthday pub crawl, which was months ago, bro. And I haven't even wanted to yet. So I've, I quit smoking so easily, bro. And also I didn't really, I wasn't really a smoker. I was more of a partier, bro. And I still party, dude, like McLovin, but I'm, um, I'm more of a, uh, I don't know what to call it. 
just a non-smoking partier, bro. But, um, yeah, I'm not trying to have dinner with nobody that's wearing a neckerchief. What else did we get? Jackson, uh, Jackson sent in Rain Wilson, but as Dwight, James Franco stoned, Charlie Day stoned, David Attenborough on LSD and Shooter Williamson sober. And let me tell you this about Shooter Williamson. Um, I invited him onto the potty and I was talking with his agents or management or whatever. And they were like, oh, sounds fantastic. And check this out, bro. White noise. White fucking noise, dude. And I don't, I don't like that shit. I don't fucking like that shit. I'm like, yeah, let's fucking, let's fucking do it. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's get Shooter on the show. You know, I'll, you know, I'll clearly provide the beers and, and all this. And then what? White fucking noise, bro. Crickets. They're not trying to fuck with the Brody. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll try and follow up, I guess, or get money making Mitch do or something. Um, but I like, uh, I like Jackson's suggestions. I like his, um, the people he's got there involved. I like his choice of substances, you know, between weed and LSD and also Rain Wilson, but he has to be Dwight from the office. I like that. That's a, that's a pretty good idea. And what else do we have here? Um, and uh, Joel Williams from Bet With Joel actually said Bet With Joel clearly. And that is clear because then you would get some free tips over dinner maybe. And he'd be like, hey, put your money on so-and-so. And so you go ahead and you you do that. And that's and that's Bet With Joel. Um, hey, brother, what's up, Gibbo? Um, yeah, so that's that's really that's really it um, for the best the best of in terms of who sent in uh, top five dinner guests. Um, and I saw something actually the other day that, that I'm, I don't know. I don't really fuck with bro. And I need to, I need to find out what you guys actually think about it is, um, when you know how people sometimes get changed in the middle of the day or whatever, or they'll, they'll, you know, I don't know, come home and I don't know, take a shit, but they'll take their socks off before they take a shit or something. I don't know what they do, but bruh. If you take your socks off, ever, that means put on new socks. Okay, so if you're, you know, you're like hanging out or whatever, and then, okay, let's say you start your day. Then you have a shower at like 11, right? If you put on the same socks you were wearing, bro, I do not trust you and I will not trust you and I cannot trust you, bro. If you ever take your socks off, it's new socks at all times, bro. And that's just, that's just got to be, that's just like social etiquette or something, bro. Or like just respect your sneakers, bro. And don't put dirty socks back in them. And I don't care if it's only been two hours. You can put the same t-shirt back on. That's fine. There's all types of wind. It's a bit more loose. It's not really getting rubbed and shit. There's something about socks where you, bro, you take your socks off, dude. Do not put them shits back on. They're damp probably. I don't fuck with you if you do that, bro. Oh man, I reckon that's ten minutes anyway of the live, um, the live stream. So you guys know what it is. Is welcome to the party on everything, so you know where to find us. What's this? Feet are fucked, bro. Correct, and that's and that's just the God's honest truth, you know. 
But um, that's 10 minutes of the live stream. If you want to listen to the rest of the episode, you know where to find us. Welcome to the party on everything. Apple Music, fucking, I mean, not Apple Music, iTunes. That's the one. Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, all that shit. You know where to find us. All right, that's it. We're, we're, uh, oh shit, I fucked it up. We're here, we're focused. And I keep forgetting how to turn this fucking shit off or my finger's too big. There we go, figured it out. All right, now, um... I just, oh man, we had a long day today. So, uh, we had a doctor's appointment that we had to go to, dude. And by we, I mean me and Rach, because Rach hasn't been feeling too good, bro. And we've been getting a bit nervous. Um, she's safe, guys. Doctors, doctors think she's all right. She had to get some tests and all that shit, though. You know, blood tests, brain tests, dude. Um, stomach tests or something you know, ultrasound, um, fucking piss tests. Um, and this is the second time we've had to go through this shit. So, I mean, it makes you get nervous sometimes. It makes you get a little bit nervous about the well-being of your lady, you know, but she's, she's a soldier. Doctors are not too concerned, man. They're not keeping her overnight or nothing, but we were in there for fucking hours, bro. And I was exhausted. I told my boss, I was going to be a couple hours late to work, but then I didn't end up going, you know? So that's how long they took. Um, did a little bit of work from home in the afternoon, which um, is a little bit hard sometimes. The environment's not... I mean, my, this is the Stewie. Like, I get in here and I start thinking podcasts. I start thinking WTTP. What are we going to do, you know? What, what can we get busy doing, you know? You got to get busy partying or get busy, you know, naughtying. You know, sleeping. Um, mm, good news, bro. I got my fucking car back, dude. And I don't think I actually went into significant detail. I think I told you guys that someone fucking hit my car, but I didn't tell you guys that it was in the shop. Bro, I put this bitch in the shop, dude. And um, they gave me this tiny fucking like Ford Festiva thing, bro. And it smelled like... Not great. And it looked like shit, bro. It had like sandwich crumbs and shit. And they're like, oh, make sure you return this in the condition you got it in. Um, bro, it couldn't get worse. You wouldn't know if I took a shit in this car, bro. You know? So I tried to, you know, I tried not to disrespect them. When I dropped off my car though, dude. Um, they're like, oh, so this was personal, not insurance. I was like, No. Insurance will be paying for this. That's what I said. And like, oh, well, you never said that. And I was like, well, why would I have insurance? Why would I pay every year for insurance and not use it when someone fucks my car up? You know? Anyway, so I had to give him the quote number again. And I also had to, um, um, Tell them I was like, then they're like, okay, thank you. We'll see you later. I was like, what about my loan car? And they're like, you didn't ask for a loan car. I was like, I fucking did ask for a loan car. Talked to the lady on the phone. I asked her how much it would be. She actually said nothing. And then that was that. And I confirmed. And then they looked in the diary and it says in the diary, McMath loan car on this date. Like, so don't tell me what I did and didn't say, dude. You know, that shit pissed me off. And then I was like mad at him the whole time. But then he was like really nice when I picked up my car today. 
My car fucking, bruh. I'm so pissed off at whoever hit my car, bro, and didn't leave a fucking note too. And if you do that shit, you, you are a fuck boy, bro, or a fuck bitch. Don't you hit someone's car and not leave a note, bro. That's, that's bullshit, dude. You're the, you are a fucking scumbag if you do that shit, bro. Man, I used to have, bro, my first ever car um, was a V, I think N, a VN Commodore station wagon. It was like a silvery blue. And when I got that car, I thought that I was going to fuck in the back of it, you know, but that not, that didn't actually happen once. I've I've had sex in the car only one time and that was in far North Queensland, dude. And it was hot in that bitch. And I was sweating. And uh, that was with a girl that we call Golly Gosh Gabby, bro. Because um, that was actually the second time that I had sex with her. First time she actually was in a hotel room. And she kept saying, bro, I'm not kidding you. She kept saying, Golly Gosh, Golly Gosh. It was wild, bro. It was the weirdest shit. And so um, that's how the name Golly Gosh Gabby or 3G, the 3G network. You know, that's how the name, the 3G network, um, came to life. Um, um, so how did that happen? Oh yeah. I was talking about my car. So yeah, that car never got fucked in. Right. But I put a nice sound system in that bitch. But that was when I had to carry around in my car, a CD wallet, bruh. And I got one of those bad boys like this big. Cause it was a four, like four CDs per page type of motherfucker, bruh. So we used to just be rotating CDs, putting in like 50 cent, bruh, Eminem, you know, DMX, dude, Tupac, Biggie, fuck, man, um, Onyx, Buster Rhymes, you know, uh, a tribe called Quest, Outcast, Wu-Tang, bruh, that's what my shit was banging. Backstreet Boys from time to time. We used to do these things called uh, Bay Run or Bay Cruise. I forget what it was called. Um, it was like you used to wind down your windows, bro, and have just a car full of dudes and the music real loud and you used to just go up and down Jetty Road on, in the summer and you used to think you were killing it, bro. Killing it. But um, not one time did like... A bunch of bitches just come up to my car in bikinis and start like asking to come home with me to my, my mum's house, bro. Cause I was too young to even live by myself. So that's, see, you think things are cool, dude, when you're young and then you look back and you're like, what a fucking loser. Or sometimes I even am down there these days. Cause I live near there right now. I go down there these days and see people doing bay runs and I'm like, you Fucking POS, bro. Piece of shit. Like, you're never going to join. You're never going to sign up to the 3G network doing that shit. You know, and that's that golly gosh Gabby, bro. Um, so then what car did I get after that? I think, I think maybe I did sell that. I think I moved away and then I came back for like six months, but I needed a car. So I bought this piece of shit Ford Falcon, like 1998 or something, um, Ford Falcon. And it was gold, but everyone tells me that it was like bronze or like a pooey mustardy color, but it was gold, bro. It was gold. Um, and that motherfucker was so busted, dude, that one night, um, me and Lavelle was at a party and he was drinking, but I was driving. 
And um, I think I remember who was there. And there was a girl there, um, Alex. And she was, she was kind of thick. And she was thick before being thick was cool. But, like, I respected it. Like, I, I wanted to always get a piece of it. But then I had a party one night at my house. And my friend uh, went down on her on my mum's bed. Okay, so I, I had had enough of him and her at that time. Um, and I won't name I won't name his name, but she yeah she was thick, bro. She was in there. My friend my friend gave her a little bit of a FB, a finger blast in the pool. Um, and I was like Lavelle, let's get out of here, dude. And I'm like no no home loans, and we got in my piece of shit gold car. Um, gold car, the gold bar, you know, and we, and I was, I was just riding like pretty, like I was cruising. Right. And I didn't see a dip. And so I hit the dip hard, so hard. My car's like, cacao, right. And I'm not talking about that healthy chocolate that tastes like shit. I'm talking about the sound my car made was cacao. Bang. The front of my car hit the other side of the dip. And then um, both the front doors open, bro. Like the car was growing wings and about to take off, but it was just like loose latches or some shit. And it was like, don't crash me. Car started freaking the fuck out, bro. So we had to close our doors before we kept moving. And that was, that was my gold car. What else cars have I had? I had another Ford Falcon. I think I took my mum's Ford Falcon for a minute. That was a later model that was a bit nicer. Then I took, then I bought um, another Commodore. I think a VT or VX or something Commodore. And that was nice and that had legroom. And that, that bitch, I drove that motherfucker all the way up to Townsville and back. Um, but while I was in town, so I was in Townsville at short notice, right? So they gave me a call one day and I flew up the next day, flew. So I had to come back at Christmas to get my car. So between like October and December, I didn't have a car. So I was driving the, the croc car, which was a manual, but it was like this fat back thing with, uh, and it was, it had the, the Townsville logo all over it, but it looked, it looked like shit, dude. And it was only a two seater and it was like a little van slash ute. I'm driving this bitch around looking like an absolute bitch boy, bruh. Bitch boy slash fuck boy, bruh. And everyone, they probably were behind my back probably calling me bitchy fucky or something like that. Which sounds Asian, but like, I'm not racist, bruh, unless you are. Um, so I was driving that bitch. I flew back down to Adelaide for Christmas. One way ticket because I had to get in my car and drive up. Three day drive by my fucking self, dude. And I was talking about um, national anthems earlier and like this dude, Captain Cook, singing as soon as he hits shore. And I just realized that of course he was. Because I was talking to myself, bro, after three days of alone time, dude. I'm driving, I'm singing, I'm singing all types of shit. And I'm doing voices and creating characters, bro. Racist characters too. Like Lebanese, Chinese, bro. You know, German sometimes. I was racist as hell after three days by myself. Um, and then once I, oh yeah, what happened? Oh yeah. Then I, um, sold that and bought a Mitsubishi 380. 
Um, and that was nice, bit less legroom, but a little bit more zippy, but a bit more quiet. Like it didn't, my Commodore used to be like, you know, and my 380, and that's 380 horsepower, you know, and it was a V6 and that shit was more like, but it just fucking, it used to zip around. That was cool. And then I sold that bitch. Um, when I bought my, uh, my current car, which is another Commodore, but that's called a ZB Commodore. And like I was saying earlier, bro, I like to call it a ZB, you know, ZB Commodore. So that's what I'm rolling in now. Um, and that's, uh, yeah. And it's already been smacked the fuck up by some fuckhead, bro. And I only drove 10,000 Ks before I got fucking smacked up, you know, but yeah, so that's cars. So <laughs> That's, um, that is cars, bro. Um, what else? Um, shit. Let's do, let's do Clay's reviews early today, man. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. Alright, so the one movie that I've watched, and I might be wrong, but um, I don't know. I, there was a period, and I think it was because I went to Melbourne, that I kind of forgot stuff that I was watching. But I think the one movie that I haven't reviewed yet is Gifted on Netflix, starring some little girl, Octavia Spencer, and Chris fucking, what's his name? Captain America. Evans. Chris Evans. Um... And it's about this little girl. She's a math genius, bruh. And she's like solving like the biggest math problem and shit. And um, if that sounds boring, it might be, dude. But it... Um, no, nah, it was nice. It was a really nice story. Rachel cried in it. Uh, Rachel is a very emotional girl though sometimes. But um, she cried. I Maybe if I was like experiencing some, you know, hard times, I could have maybe cried. But I instead didn't. Because it didn't really hit me like that. But, um, yeah, dude, it was, it was nice. It was really nice story. Chris Evans is her uncle. Um, and his sister, the girl's mother had passed away. So he was the caregiver. Once this girl's a genius, um, other people in the family are trying to get a hold of her and all this shit. And it's just family, you know, dynamics, like all fucked up. So, um, yeah. It gets pretty dicey. There's a nice scene where Chris Evans saves some cats from the from death row. Um, so that was nice as well. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. Uh, it's not rewatch. It's rewatchability as low as fuck, bro. Like I'll never watch it again, and I'll probably live another probably forty or fifty years. I'd say that's an estimate. And also, don't ever do that to yourself. Don't ever. Um, estimate your lifespan because now I've got to knock on wood. Um, but yeah, I'll never watch that movie again in 50 years at least. Um, and that movie gets a seven out of 10. And that's, you know, that's not, that's not bad. Like I've told you guys, I've told you guys how the scoring works and I won't, I'm not going to repeat it like this frequently. So I'm not going to go back there. What, uh, what else do we have? Do we have um, I don't know if we got any advice today, but 
I had a friend of mine actually want me to talk about some uh, some advice. He's seen a he's seen a new girl. Okay, so they he hasn't he hasn't been in a relationship in like probably a decade and the last time he was in one he was in love okay and you know love is a funny thing so he he starts seeing this new girl and they're getting along bro like swimmingly right it seems um but he's you know he he's in that early phase dude where like, it's very exciting and he wants to talk to her all the time, but he also doesn't want to talk to her too much. And it's all nervous, bro. Nervous energy. He's like, when do I text her? And I told him that there's no more of that at our age. And I'm 29. I think he's 28. I said, there's no more of that. Do I text her or do I not? At our age, they want to know, Do does he like me or does he not like me? You know? So they want to know if you're thinking of him, they want to know it. So just, you, you don't say that. You don't say thinking of it. Just hit them up. Like, oh, how was work today? You know, how was that, you know, how was that important meeting with the director of, uh, you know, sales? Um, things like that. And then he did that and it was all good. But then there was a bit, there was a bit of that shit that I got from um, shooters agents and all that. That fucking white noise. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, if she wants to be independent, she can be independent and you got to let her. But also, if you want to talk to her, talk to her. And then, you know, if you give her a, a second message, you give her a second text and she doesn't respond to that, then you know there's an issue, right? Um, things like that, you know, it's all good, though, between them. I think there's, uh, you know, they're having fun. And I told him, uh, he's like nervous and shit. And I was like, have fun being nervous, bro. Because you, if you end up with her, you'll never be nervous again. You'll never experience this feeling again. Been with Rach for two and a half years, bro. And I haven't been nervous since two and a half years ago, you know? Butterflies and all. Sometimes butterflies, but like not really. It's just different. It's just different. It's just love, bro. And is love good? Yeah. But like, is it exciting? Yeah. But it's a different type of exciting. Do I prefer love, bro? That's the question of the night. Of course, like I enjoy it. I don't want, I'm not like trying to get out of it. Who am I convincing myself or you guys? Nah, it's just, um, that chase, bro. That thrill never again. Like that's weird to think that like never again, dude. Never nervous. Never like, you know, never testing my skills Unless I'm like at intensity doing skill tests to trying to get like a, a Bart Simpson soft toy or some shit, you know, that's the only time I'm going to be testing my skills. Or on like Monday nights at, uh, at social and I'll be, I'll be testing my skills there sometimes. And even, you know, I'm not even the best player some nights, which is devastating, but it is what it is. I was supposed to go to the gym this morning, but after social last night, bro, my fucking knees, dude, were just barking at me. And I was just like, shit, dude, I had to ice up, man. I wanted to go to my own specialist appointment, maybe to go get like some sort of advice. And I already know the advice. Don't play sports. 
Well, you can fucking take that advice and put it right up your pooper, dude. Because I'm not not playing sports, bro. It's the only way to stay not fat and also have fun. Because you know what I hate, bro? The gym. I cannot stand that place. So boring. And no offense to Lavelle, because I love Lavelle and I love seeing him every day. I'm going to be sad when I move house and not go to the gym with Lavelle anymore. I have to go solo dolo, which I hate. That's what I hate most about myself is when I have to go to the gym solo and do like just weights by myself. And then there's like strong cunts in there looking at me like that dude's huge, but he's not doing like real heavy weights. And it's like, well, stop judging me, bruh. Just try and do some functional activities and shit. Make sure that I don't fall over and all that. Trying to keep my balance, bruh. Judgmental, dude. Um, what am I even talking about? Yeah, it's not Lavelle's fault that the gym sucks. I just hate the gym. Even when I was like playing college, playing pro, bro, I just didn't like going, bro. I'd rather put up a thousand shots or some shit than fucking be at the gym. Um, shit. Are we going to do poor posture of the week? Uh, money making Mitch, if you can take us to poor posture of the week, then. Poor posture of the week. All right. What do we got here? Um, what's this? Oh, oh man, I don't know if we've got, I don't know if we really got, um, I don't know if we really got a lot of poor posture, bro. Oh, dude. Now this is, I don't know who gets poor posture in this situation. And I'm sorry that I just went like full weird on you guys because I actually, the, I think I'm, I don't know. It was a long day at doctor's offices and shit, right? But you guys see how I'm still here? Do you see that commitment? This is, this shit ain't for you. It's for, I mean, whoops. Is that a Freudian slip? It ain't for you. It's for me. I mean, it ain't for me. It's for you. But who really knows? Bro, check this out. Um, there was a police sketch drawn of a criminal. Uh, what was his crime? Uh, suspected of impersonating a vendor and taking money from a stand at the central market in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, while an employee had stepped away. Um, I guess a sketch artist. Sorry, I'm yawning now. Fuck me. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get out of here soon, guys, because I think I feel like this episode has just hit a fucking wall. This guy, this sketch artist draws a picture of this dude and it gets mocked. Like when it goes, the sketch goes on TV, people are like, what the fuck is that drawing? Looks like, you know, my, my tiny little kid drew that shit. My kid's an idiot, bro. My kid's a little retard, bro. Like that's look, that looks like a retarded drawing, you know? And I mean, I, I don't like to say the R word, bro. Unless you do, you know? But, um, so this picture goes out. Leads to an arrest, bruh, because this dude's face is so simple, dude. His eyes are dots. He's got, you know, he's receding something chronic and he's got no lips, bruh. And um, I would have said to you right now, if you, if you, 
held the picture up like this and said, what color's this dude? I'd be like, that dude's white, bro. And you'd be like, well, how come his name is Hung Fwok Nujin, bro? And I would say, well, I don't know. I don't know, but it seems like a stitch up. It seems like a classic stitch up. And I don't know who gets poor posture, bro. This dude for looking exactly like this picture or the dude that drew this picture because he obviously could not even be fucked that day. Because the picture looks nothing like this dude, but, but it looks exactly like him, bro. And he looks guilty in his mugshot too. He's like, how'd they find me? <laughs> it's like, dude, cause you look, you actually look like, you know, basic, bro. And I don't mean basic as in like fake tits and peroxide blonde hair. And, but you look like someone rust you, bro. He looks, bro. He's, his, he looks white. His name's Chinese, but he looks Russian, bro, because Someone was in a rush when they drew that fucking picture and someone was in a rush when they, when they fucking invented this dude, bro. You know, when he was conceived, it looks like, it looks like his dad busting up prematurely, bro. Like one, like a one stroke bust. Like he was rushed out of there, you know? Like, cause he looks Russian, bro. He looks rushed out, bro. Like he looks like he's not finished, dude. You know how sometimes you're cooking and you're so hungry that like you just take the carrots out of the steamer, but they're still crunchy, bro. They're just not finished. This dude's still crunchy, bro. Still crunchy, man. This dude's definitely never connected to the 3G network, bro. And that's real. What else we got here? Um... You guys must be confused. Um, because a lot, a lot of what you are uh, sending in. Oh, here we go. Housemate Dan sent this one in. And this is some fuck shit, bro. Oh, this is, yeah, this is some fuck shit. But also probably poor posture. But let's, let's go fuck shit. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. All right, so this girl, bro, I guess she's um, she's an Instagram star. She puts her own bath water up for sale for $30 a bottle and this shit sold out in three days and check this out from this picture it doesn't even look like she's nude or nothing but maybe she pisses in it or something I'm not sure um some people said okay so Belle Delphine or Delphini a not safe for work Instagram cosplay star told her 3.9 million followers she would sell them her bath water the bottles were going for $30 each in her online store. They sold out within three days, though the idea met with a fair amount of revulsion online. Others praised her hustle, saying idiots will buy anything. On Delphine's latest Instagram story, she showed fans the dozens of boxes of bathwater bottles she had to send with the caption, help me. And she kind of looks mousy. She's got like them big teeth. She's got no upper lip. 
Um, and she actually looks half white, half Asian. Um, and she said it's for thirsty gamer boys. And uh, I got to say, it is poor posture if you're one of these motherfuckers buying it. But hey, if you if you like told me like, hey Clay, you're three point nine million um, followers want to drink your bathwater or just want to see it. They want a piece of it. Will you send it? Bro, for 30 bucks? Dude, I'll start cutting my hair and giving you a little piece of that. Bro, 30 bucks, bro, for, from 3.9 milli? Dude, I'll, bro, I will, I'll fill up a jacuzzi, dude. I'll fill up a jacuzzi with my own piss if I have to and skeet eating. Bro, I'll be in there doing all types of, you know, out-of-body experiences so I can send it to you, dude. If you want it for 30 bucks. And I mean, you're going to need to open that in a hazmat suit maybe, but dude, 30 bucks from 3.9 million, bro. So you're telling me I can make almost $120 million and that's quick math. You, bro, I'm doing that without question, dude. So shout out to Delphine or whatever fuck her name is. What's her name? Bell, Bell Delphine. And, um, and I'd tap that for sure. Like, but I wouldn't buy a bathwater. Just, just saying. Um, you can now get, now this is also, listen to this fuck shit. And you guys are. You guys have sort of got the, the hang of things here. You can now get paid £10,000 a pop for ruining someone else's funeral. Um, now, that's interesting. And I don't need to really listen to the... I mean, read the rest of that story. But what would you do to ruin someone's funeral? I got... I got two choices here. One, I would... Probably like an hour or two before the funeral, eat a probably two burrito bowls with black beans um, and probably get extra black beans in it um, and probably try and release a huge, just a ripper of a fart, bro, while someone's crying. Um, or like, you know how they usually have a slideshow of their life and the sad music plays or whatever? During that, just fucking... <laughs> And I just spat all over the whole studio. Um, so something like that, or while someone's up there doing like a heartfelt speech, and I'm sorry for the sound of the paper, it's gonna be annoying for a second. Like heartfelt speech like this, looking at their paper and fucking they got their glasses on, pushed up, pushed up real nice, and they're gonna say, you know, Henry was a beautiful man, he you know, he used to do the the nicest things, blah, blah, blah. I go up, I go up and I'd snatch the papers and be like, I got it from here, dude. Um, and then I'd do a fucking stand-up comedy routine, except I would just roast Henry, bro. Roast him. And just tell wild stories that probably, things that I probably did, but I'll just blame him on, on Henry. You know? And um, I would do that for £10,000, for sure. So, I mean... If you want me to ruin somebody's funeral, you hit me up um, and uh, 
I'm charging probably yeah ten thousand pounds, so I'm gonna say twenty thousand Australian dollars to ruin somebody's funeral. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that today, guys, because um, my energy's low as fuck, and I think probably because I got no sleep last night because my knees fucked up, and also just like so much stress being in the doctors and not really know what's going on with my with my baby, you know. So, um. She's alright though. Doctors are not concerned, guys. So, we'll see how it goes. Um, hey, make sure that you go to betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty uh, and sign up with promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week with Bet With Joel. Um, these, guys, these guys are human. You will lose some. You will win some. But let me tell you this. You will win more than you lose. Okay? Um, this is an investment. I have increased my income substantially by being on Bet With Joel. He he emails you the rules and all that shit, all of the uh, stuff to follow to, to be successful with him. And it's, it's fantastic. Uh, what else we got? Um, I would say, uh, make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Then, um, hit me up and let me know and you get a referral bonus and you'll find out what the referral bonus is. So tell a friend to tell a friend for your referral bonus. You know where to find us. Welcome to the Potty on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, fucking Spotify, Apple podcasts, uh, Anchor FM, Breaker Audio, Castbox FM. Um, we're fucking everywhere, man. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find Welcome to the Potty. All right? Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. I love you guys, bro. And thank you for being here for me while I'm all stressed out, man. And uh, this is Welcome to the Potty. And as always, a bung bung. Welcome to Baby, welcome to